Hello and welcome to the Tao of June. <clears throat> so I'm on my way home now from visiting with my daughters in Tennessee. And <clears throat> it's 4.12 in the morning. And it, I have about an hour and a half left. So it looks like I'm going to be arriving home a, a little after 5.30 a.m. Uh... <laughs> I have an appointment this morning, um, and I also have to walk my dogs, feed them, so I am not going to get any sleep. Uh, the original time of arrival should have been 1.38, according to my GPS. I left at 9, um, 9 o'clock Tennessee time, which is an hour behind, so about 10 o'clock my time, but still. Uh, the GPS said I was going to be home just before 2 o'clock. You know, that's about 4 hours, right? 10, 11, 12, 1, 2. So, yeah. Um, so, I should have been home 2 hours ago at least. What happened was I pulled over to get some gas because I was out of gas. And I was having an intense conversation with my wife. And because I... I'll be honest. I... I, I I don't really want to go through with the divorce. It's difficult. It's extremely difficult. The, I mean, not the, not the legal process, I guess. I mean, that's easy enough, but, or, you know, it's clear cut enough, but it's the pain, the heartache, the suffering, you know, and the, and the emotional pain. Um, of going through a divorce and being separated from my children and uh, just you know I really I would rather work it out and so but that's just I realize now there is no working it out it's it seems like it's really done um, and I'm okay with that now especially after the conversations we had tonight um, while I was on the road going the wrong way. So what happened was I pulled out of the gas station and east and west was both what, uh, left turns, I-24 east or west. I was supposed to go east, but I, I just, I didn't really know. And I, I was in a very heated conversation with my wife. And so I just picked one that I thought was right. And I picked west. And the thing is, I was so wrapped up in the conversation that I didn't even see any of the signs, nothing. I mean, I was, I was looking at the road, of course, to make sure I don't hit any cars, but I was just really driving, you know, just going with the flow of traffic. Um, but my, all of my consciousness, you know, my conscious mind was wrapped up and it was completely immersed in the conversation and so I didn't really see the signs until finally you know she hung up and well I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like that I said things that I was I was being petty and I admit it and I'm sorry but and I have to work on that I really have to work on that and don't get petty you know in the heat of an argument just just accept you know stop trying to say well you what about this or what about that what about when you did this you know like so yeah I brought up something that was petty and she got upset and hung up it was my fault 
but then I looked and it said Nashville, like a few miles, you know, I was in Nashville. I was like, wait a minute, what? I was in Chattanooga, you know, I'm supposed to be heading down south, right? Towards Georgia, Atlanta. You know, why am I back in Nashville? So I, was, I freaked out. So then I turned, you know, checked my GPS and, I, and it says um, like three and a half hours, you know, it's like, and it's like one o'clock in the morning now, like one, one thirty something or, you know, it was two o'clock basically. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> three and a half hours? That means I'm going to get home at 5.30. Like what? And so, oh my goodness, immediately I started, I felt so upset, so frustrated, so angry at myself. Like, why do I always do things like that? I'm, I'm so horrible with directions and I have a horrible sense of direction. I, and I was like, thinking to myself, if it, was, if it was north, south, that would have been much easier. Of course, go south. But it was east, west. I didn't know, really. You know, like, oh my goodness. So, but then, you know, I called my wife back. Well, I, I texted her, let her know, like, oh my goodness, I went two hours in the wrong direction, and now I'm not going to get home till 5.30 in the morning, you know? So she calls me, and then, you know, we talked, and I let out my frustration, and I, I didn't blame, she was saying, it's my fault, isn't it? And I was like, no, it's not your fault, it's my fault, I didn't pay attention, and I have a horrible sense of direction, and, you know, it's my fault. Uh, but I was so angry at myself and I just let it out. I let out you know, my frustration about, you know, how upset I am with myself and I have to work today. I'm not going to get any sleep. You know, I'm already tired. I was like, you know what though? It did feel better once I let it out and I was like, what's done is done. I've already made the mistake. You know, let me just, let me just, uh focus on getting home now you know like it's already in the past what's done is done right mistakes that I made a mistake another one uh, rather than kick myself and beat myself up over it let's just accept the situation I am not gonna get any sleep tonight I am I just got to get home you know and get get my dogs taken care of before I go to work and then just go from there and see what happens today but man I just but then I, I ran out of gas again, you know, because obviously I'm driving up and down Tennessee. <laughs> so I was, I was running out of gas. I was almost empty. And, but I'm in the mountains. I'm in the mountains right now. So every exit I pulled off of, every gas station was closed. And so I, I was like, oh man, it seems like I'm not going to be able to get any gas until like 6 or 7 a.m. whenever they open. And then I started to feel that panic again, that, that anger again, you know, and that fear again, you know, like, oh no, what am I gonna do? But then I just I thought to myself, you know what? It is what it is. Let's just try the next exit. And if there's no gas station open, then let's just sleep at the gas station. You know, just park at the gas station and we'll wait a few hours until they open. And then I'm only two hours away, about. Well, now I'm only about an hour and a half away, maybe less than that now. But, you know, when I got gas earlier, I was about two hours away. So I was thinking, all right, let's say they open at six or seven. I, I can just fill up as soon as they open. And then from there, just call my mom, let her know what happened, ask her to take, let the dogs out for me. 
and then I'm just gonna head straight to my client's house, go straight to my appointment. And I was like, okay, that'll work. And so I just accepted the worst. I was like, oh, that's the worst case scenario. Let's just accept it. And then I went to the next exit, and it happened to be racetrack, and they happened to be open. So now I'm headed. I'm back on the road. It's 4:20. Oh wow, it's 4:20 now. <laughs> but anyways, it's 4:20 a.m. Um, I'm in, I'm going the right direction. I'm looking at the signs. Um, you know, I, I, I checked my GPS and I'm going to get there a little after 5.30 a.m. And it's okay. You know, it's all right. And I, I'm just going to get home and let the dogs out, take them on a walk because I'm going to be gone all day working. Let, you know, walk my dogs, feed them, get a little breakfast myself, stretch, and I'm going to head straight to work. And then I got two B. Johns to do today. So... Um, yeah, just get it done, right? And then sleep, sleep afterwards, I guess. Catch up on some sleep tonight uh, after my appointment. But yeah, it is what it is, you know. And I feel, I feel like I'm coming home a new man because, <clears throat> you know, I'm just, I'm just accepting now. I just accept the whole situation now. Like, I think the whole uh, friction inside of me, the the conflict inside was that I wanted things to be different than they are. I wanted our, my marriage not to be over, you know? And yeah, I, I I was worried about the kids, you know? But now I realize they're fine. You know, I mean, of course it's tough on them, but a life of ease is not that good either, you know? We don't want life to be too easy. And so, I mean, this might this might work out to be a good thing in the end because my daughters know I care about them. I made it very clear. We had a, we had a good, I feel like we had a good interaction, a good time today because I even asked my older daughter, Ava, like, you know, I always respect what you think. You know, I, I, I do take a lot of her advice that she gives me. And I, I really do believe that she's much wiser than, you know, her years. And she's 10 years old, but I mean, the way she thinks and some of the things that she says, I mean, you'd be surprised that it's coming out of a 10-year-old's mouth. But, so I asked her, I was like, Ava, what do you think, honestly? You know, because I'm not sure if I'm doing the right thing or not. I just, I believe I am by, by you know, going through with this divorce because, you know, I believe that two people should stay together because they love each other, not because they feel like they have to you know, or feel, or they're afraid of what other people might think, or, you know, they're afraid of looking bad, or, you know, or feeling bad, like, I don't think that we should, I don't think that people should stay together because they don't want to look bad, or they don't want to feel bad, you should, you should be together because you love each other, because you want to be together, you know, I believe in love, but I didn't say all that, I just, I just asked her, I just asked Ava, like, what do you, honestly, what do you think, we should do what do you think the best thing is for for us to do and you know she told me like if you really don't want to be you know stay married and live with mom then you shouldn't you shouldn't have to you know she's like I understand but she was like I'm I'm gonna stay with mom no matter what and I, I told her I completely understand I, I you know and I respect that you know I was like I think I think you're making the right decision by staying with mom you know it's even though I want you to be with me, you know, I didn't say that because I didn't want to make her feel guilty, but I, I really do. I'd rather they be with me, but I understand her decision. And, 
you know, I, who am I to say if it's right or wrong? I don't know. And it probably is the right decision to stay with her mom. So, you know, and, and, I, and I do believe that, that um, you know, my wife is doing her best to take care of them. And she's doing a good job. And I thanked her. Thank you for taking care of the kids. You know, and I realized I don't have to hate her just because the relationship is over doesn't mean I have to hate her or have harbor bad feelings towards her and you know all this anger and resentment from the past and things that have been said and done scars that have been left you know wounds that are have yet to heal you know I can let all that go now because I realize it's over there's nothing to fight about anymore. There's nothing to fight for. The relationship's over. It's done. Now I just have to focus on how can I be the best parent to these kids as I can be. You know, how can I limit the consequences that they have to face because of my mistakes? You know, in my failed marriage, I don't want them to have to pay too high a price for my mistakes. You know, it was my error. It was my fault. They don't deserve to go through, you know, so, such a tough time. So I really need to just focus on how I can behave better with my wife and not get sucked into, you know, the same arguments, and, you know, and the back and forth. I mean, you know, it's like... <clears throat> yeah, I, I realized even tonight, had I not got wrapped up in the argument, I wouldn't. I would be home and sleeping already. <laughs> yeah, what a lesson to learn, right? And maybe this is why I had to learn it this way, because I, 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 I'm hard-headed, I'm stubborn, and so, yeah, lessons have to come to me hard. And this was a hard lesson to learn, but yeah, I gotta stop letting myself, allowing my choosing to get into these battles. For what? What is there to fight over? The relationship's already gone. It's done. So, yeah, I just, um, now I just need to focus on, you know, being the best father I can be. And that means being a good provider. And that means I need to focus on my business. You know, I need to really focus on my job, my business, uh, my brand, and I need to be the best version of myself I can be for my daughters so that I can be the kind of man that they respect, you know, because right now they still love me, which is the only reason why I feel like I am able to even talk to them, you know, be with them in any kind of way is because they still love me. So they'll tolerate and kind of forgive me, but I feel like they, they have lost respect for me for good reason. I, la I acted like an asshole after the breakup, you know, because there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for my behavior. I acted like an asshole, like an idiot, you know? It was immature, so immature of me to try to attack my wife try to make her seem like it was her fault, that she's the bad guy, you know, try to make it, make her jealous, 
try to make it seem like I'm having such a good time now because I'm not with her anymore. Of course that hurt her, you know, and of course the kids saw that. So yeah, I, I feel like I'm coming home a new man. From this day forward, I'm not gonna do that anymore. I, or, and if I do, I'm gonna try to catch myself faster before I go too far down that road, catch myself now. Say, hey, don't do that, you know? Like, yeah, stop blaming. Stop looking for, you know, other people to try to help me, you know, acknowledge me or anything. No, just just grind it out, do it on my own, you know? Like, be self-sufficient, you know? Yeah, today's gonna suck. I'm working on, you know, no sleep. Um, a very emotional day, uh, so I'm, I am tired, I'm exhausted, I, you know, I wish I was sleeping in my bed, but wishing and wanting is, you know, wishing things were not the way it was, it's, it's irrelevant, it's, uh, it's not helpful at all in any way, I realize that now, you know, wishing I wasn't still driving, oh, 60 miles away from Atlanta, so I'm about an hour and maybe 20 minutes, no, yeah, maybe an hour and like 15 minutes away now, maybe, because I don't have to go all the way down to the city of Atlanta, and that's 60 miles, I'm actually going to go around on 285 and go up, so, yeah, about maybe an hour left, but, yeah, it's, uh, wow, it's been a journey, it's been a journey, 13, what, 14 year journey, right, coming to an end. Well, and it's not even an end because I still I'm still going to have a relationship with with my wife, just not in the same way anymore. It's just going to be different. Respecting her as her own person, you know, acknowledging that, yeah, I I I'm not the right person for her. You know, I'm just not. We're not we're not compatible anymore. Maybe we were 14 years ago, but things have changed and a lot of things have been said and done that that cannot be changed it's in you know it's in the past it can't be changed and uh for some reason we both have a hard time letting it go even because and for me I feel like uh whenever I do bring it up I'm bringing up an example remember when you acted like this this time you know like but again it's all irrelevant it's all useless arguing for nothing for what it's not like we're gonna try to work it out and and, you know stay married you know because so she had she was saying that she's only asking for one thing that I stay off of social media after 10 p.m. so I said okay you got it I'll stay off of social media after 10 p.m. and then came the hard truth I still don't think it'll work out and I was like yeah me neither you know so yeah it's like and I had one request You know, stop trying to control me. Stop trying to control my behavior. And trust me. Just trust that I'm doing my best. And I want to be a good husband. And I want to be a good father. Can you just trust that? And let me be. You know? And so, yeah, just... Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It just, I feel like it's not going to work out. But it doesn't mean that she's a bad person. I understand that now. It just means that we are not compatible anymore. You know, 
it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person either, you know, because I, I was, like, hating myself. And I even told her, like, you know, every time we talk and every time you bring up all this stuff and you call me all these things, I feel so bad about myself, you know? I was like, I just, I don't know why you have to do that, you know? But anyways, yeah, I mean, it's just, and it's not her fault. It's just, it is what it is. I, I think that we've just gotten... Maybe into a habit of attacking each other all the time and defending. But I feel like, what other, what other choice do I have but to defend myself? Because when you say, like, you're, you're, uh, for example, like, when she says, you don't care, you don't give a shit about me, and you only care about yourself, then I, I feel like I have to say, no, you're wrong, you know? I do care about you, and I, you know, like... Because to say, yes, you're right, would be to be like, well, well, then why are you with somebody like that? You know, like, why would you want to be with me if I'm that kind of person? You know, so I just, I don't know. I just, and I've, I've, I've tried to explain several times that there's a better way to communicate rather than come out and say, you're this kind of person and have me have to defend you know, then why why not just say I you know I would appreciate it if you did this, you know I would appreciate it if you did that, you know like or or I don't agree with this behavior, but I know you're trying. I know you're, you know I know you have intentions of being a good husband, and these are some of the ways that I feel like you could do better, you know. <clears throat> Rather than attacking and saying you suck at this and this and you suck because of this and you're a terrible person because of that and then I have to I have to either say yeah you're right you know I'm a terrible person or I have to say no you're uh, you're wrong I'm not really a terrible person either way it's not good <laughs> oh man but anyways uh, I'm just I'm just talking out loud at this point just so I don't pass out on the way home Oh my goodness, but oh my, and also I just, another thing that was like not working out today is I got a message from Gina, a lady named Gina in Kansas, and she sent me such an encouraging message, um, you know, to not be nervous or afraid and just, just be there for the girls, you know, and just listen to them and be the dad, the fun loving, you know, caring dad that they know and, and remember, and I was like, thank you so much, you know, and I, I, I recorded several replies, <laughs> and I tried to reply, but something was going on with the app, and it just wouldn't let me, and I was like, oh my goodness, so anyways, uh, Gina, if you're listening to this, thank you so much, and you know what, I might even add, I'm gonna add your segment, um, the recording that you sent me, that, the message, because it was so encouraging, I'll add it at the end of this episode, so if anybody wants to hear it, I mean, I, I think it was, I think it was awesome. It was just what I needed to hear at the right time, just before I saw my kids. So, yeah, I, I guess at this point, I realize what I have to do now. I have to let go of the resentment. I have to let go of past hurts. I have to I have to stop 
fighting and arguing with her for what? She's still a good person, you know, and she's still a good mother and a caring mother, you know. She's not a horrible person just because she doesn't get along with me. You know, I have to realize that. It's like, just because she doesn't get along with me anymore and we can't be together anymore does not give me the right to be upset with her. That was wrong of me. It really was. It's not her fault. It's my fault. You know, I really have changed. You know, there was, there was no need to argue before because I didn't have the whole social media <clears throat> um, issue, I guess. You know, people weren't contacting me late at night, sending me messages, asking for advice and stuff like that. Or, you know, I wasn't getting notifications late at night. And, you know, I was, when, we, when we first met, you know, uh, for the first, what... I don't know, because uh, we met in 20, 20, 2005, and so for the first like five years, yeah, for the first five years of our marriage, <clears throat> um, no, because I started the YouTube channel 2012, so the first seven years of our marriage, and that YouTube channel didn't even take off till a couple years, so <laughs> like 20, 2014 maybe, um, yeah, it was it was after I had the shop, it was. It was after Chambly, so maybe 2015, I think, 2015, 20, 2015 is probably when, so for 10 years, yeah, for the first 10 years of our marriage, um, we didn't have this issue, there was no attention, you know, all this attention and everything on me, and no need for her to feel insecure, or, you know, and, and, and yeah, and upset that I'm spending so much time talking to other people you know, online and stuff, and yeah, there was no, we didn't have these issues for the first 10 years of our marriage, it, it only really escalated the past few years, you know, the past like five, I guess, but the thing is, we did argue about other stuff though, yeah, about money, about, you know, because we were having a lot of money problems, and just things got tough. And I was, I was spending a lot of time working on the YouTube videos, editing them late at night, writing the book in Chambly. You know, when we moved to Chambly and, you know, was, we were grooming out of the house. You know, I was, I was staying up late at night writing the book, The Art of Grooming. And so, yeah, I, I was spending a lot of time working on trying to get attention <laughs> so I can, you know, so I can become valuable in the marketplace so that I can start getting paid more so I don't have to stay so broke and watch the bank take away my car two times <laughs> you know I was just tired of it I was tired of sick and tired of being broke all the time but I didn't want to stick my hand out and ask people to help me and give me money you know like charity or something no I wanted to earn it so yeah I worked really hard to try to grow my social media presence and it worked it worked and you know so yeah I don't know but I realize now like it is I've changed I've changed a lot I'm not even the same I don't even look like the same guy anymore I definitely don't think the same anymore 
you know, and it, and it really is thanks to all the books that I've listened to, thanks to traffic, <laughs> because having to sit through traffic for an hour and a half every morning, sometimes two, um, kind of forced me to look for ways to make that time more productive, and that's when I started to go to the library and rent audiobooks, on, you know, b- books on CD, listening to that during traffic, and then letting those books expand my mind, expand my horizons, give me new ideas that I never would have thought of my, on my own, challenging my beliefs, getting me to think differently, and getting me to actually examine my belief system, and, and you know, see what's working for me or not, you know? Like, it really gave me these ideas that I never really would have thought of, and it got me looking within. How can I change myself? How can I become a better person? And so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 but I realize now I have to be grateful for all of it. All of it I have to be grateful for because now I see that I had to, I had to meet my wife and I had to get married to her in order for everything to happen the way it did. And my daughters, my beautiful, wise, talented daughters, that I'm so proud of, you know, they wouldn't exist had I not met my wife and married her. I wouldn't be a dog groomer. You know, I found something that I, I literally feel like I've found my purpose in life. And I, I have my wife to thank for that because, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe I would have stumbled onto it, but I don't know. Looking back on how everything worked out and I was at the car dealership and I just you know, heard about the dog grooming thing from the couple, and also my mom, uh, her, the shop next to her shop was dog grooming, and then we started to plan on Kimmy, my wife, being a dog groomer, and then I was going to be more the supportive business on the business side, but then it ended up that I became a dog groomer because, you know, the opportunity came up, and I became a bather, so then, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm looking at it, everything from hindsight, and it, it all makes sense now. I had to go through everything I went through, all of the hardships, because with every failure, with every heartbreak, with every difficulty, I grew. And I wouldn't have grown had I not felt the need to. It was only through the failures that I felt the need to change, that I felt the need to grow. Before that, I couldn't even see my my imperfections, or you know, and I would deny them, you know. And now I, yeah, I embrace my my imperfections. I embrace my mistakes, you know. Even today, <clears throat> driving two hours the wrong way, hey, it gave me extra time to talk to my wife and get gain, gain more clarity on the situation, and it also is giving me an opportunity to show myself, to prove to myself that it doesn't matter what the obstacles are or what the challenges or circumstances are, I can always choose to respond to it positively. And I'm learning that now, you know? And it's like, yeah, I'm going to make the best of this day. It is what it is. And rather than wishing that it wasn't like this, that I was wishing that I was already home, wishing that I didn't drive two hours the opposite way, causing me to get home at 5.30 in the morning, 
you know, wishing that I didn't do that, you know, wishing that I wasn't in this situation with my wife and kids, you know, all of that I realize is useless. It's so irrelevant <laughs> because wishing things were not the way they were is not going to change anything. You know, the best thing to do, I, the, the most mature thing to do, I believe, uh, the most conscious thing to do, the most mindful thing to do, is to just accept the situation for what it is. I am, I am in this situation where my wife and I, it seems like we, the being, separating is probably the, mo- the best option at this point. And, you know, just learning to co-parent the kids together, you know, in our new, in this new dynamic of our relationship, you know, um, yeah, I just, I feel like that's, you know, just accept the situation and work from there to improve it, right, and then, you know, me getting home at 5.30 in the morning when I was supposed to be home around 1.30 in the morning, um, it is what it is, right? Just rather than wishing that I didn't make that mistake or rather than wishing that I wasn't still on the road, um, it's irrelevant. It doesn't change a thing. In fact, it only makes things worse because now I'm already in the situation and I'm still frustrated and I'm feeling negative and that's not going to help anything, you know? It's like I'm already in the situation. Might as well not make it worse by wishing it was different, you know, adding that frustration on top of it. So, the situation is already difficult. Just accept it as as it is. Okay, this is a difficult situation that I'm in. But it's okay. I can get through it. I can work through it. I can get out of this, you know? Yeah, it's just... And I think going through all the difficult situations that I've been through so far, especially failing the shop, and then having to shut down our business and go out west, and then having things not work out there, coming back and getting fired twice, feeling so scared, feeling, you know... and. In, under a mountain of debt, all of this stuff, you know, like I think it's it's given me a sense of confidence, this resilience, I, just knowing that, yeah, bring it, you know, bring it, baby, <laughs> uh, yeah, bring on the challenges. I can take it, you know, I can get through it. Yeah, and it's just, it's just this amazing feeling now. I'm, I really feel like a changed person after today. Wow. And whoever's listening to this, you're, you're getting this real time as it's happening. I mean, I'm sure this will be a lot different once I've processed everything that's happened today. And, you know, maybe a month or two from now, if I, when I talk about what happened today, it might come out a lot differently. And I may have processed the lessons differently. And so... I may look back on this situation, what's happening right now and today. I may look at it differently in a few weeks from now, in a few months from now. But at this moment, as it's happening, this is how I'm feeling. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm happy to share. Not only am I happy to share, I almost feel like I need to in order to keep myself awake. You know? And yeah, I guess I could just talk and record this and then delete it. I don't have to actually put it out there. But why not? 
right? I mean, this is the truth. This is my life. This is the Tao of June, the way of June. I'm not sure if it's right, honestly. I'm not sure if it's the right way. I just know it's my way, you know? And I did it my way. Anyways, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows if I'm right or wrong, but at least I made my choices. At least I can own it. I can own my decisions and say, yes, I made that decision. It turned out it wasn't the right one, but I owned it. You know, I owned that mistake, you know? But yeah, in my in my gut though, in my gut, in, in like deep down in my heart of hearts, I, I, I don't want to say I know because I don't know. You know, how can I be for sure? But I feel, I have a deep gut feeling that I am doing the right thing. That it is very difficult. It's, it would be much easier not to go through with this divorce and just stay married. It would be a lot, it would be much easier. But usually, most, most often, the more difficult thing to do and the right thing to do they're usually the same thing. And in this case, I think that's true. But I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But I don't think I am. But yeah, I mean, if you guys, if anybody has made it this far, let me know. Am I, am I crazy? Have I lost my mind? Am I off my rocker? I may be, and I, I, I acknowledge that, because I acknowledge that when you're delusional, you don't know that you're, you're acting delusional, you know, <clears throat> like someone who's psychotic usually doesn't know that they're psychotic, I mean, I may be wrong about that too, maybe they do, <clears throat> but I don't, I don't know, I don't, I'm not sure, because, I mean, the whole, the definition of delusional right it means that you're not you don't have a firm grasp of reality you know so yeah maybe i'm losing touch with reality maybe i'm completely wrong about all of this and if i am please let me know send me a message because i i am completely open to considering that and i do i question myself every day am i am i making the wrong decision because this hurts so much if this was the right decision, should it be so painful? You know? But yeah, I guess so. Because learning how to groom dogs was very painful. It, it came, you know, with a lot of difficulties and challenges. But it was worth it. That's kind of what made it worth it. Because easy is never rewarding. That's why we want it to be difficult. Because easy is not rewarding it the reward is in the difficulty is in overcoming the challenges so yeah I'm, i don't know that's that's just that's where i'm at right now at this moment thank you so much for listening thank you for taking the time i really appreciate you guys i really appreciate the support for this podcast even though the audio sucks <laughs> the audio audio quality sucks <clears throat> production value sucks 
the content sometimes sucks. <laughs> oh man, but I really do appreciate the support. I appreciate your time and attention. And I want to honor the light in you that's also in me. Namaste. Hello, testing. One, two, three. Tap, tap, tap. Hey, this is Gina in Kansas City. Uh, I used to do a little grooming about a year ago. Well, for a year, and then I did some assisting and stuff. You are way far more experienced than I am. And I respect that. But I thought what would be the best thing to do is to tell you that, yes, it's going to be scary. And I know it's been a while since you've seen your babies and you love your babies and you've got to hold them when they were born and everything. But right now they need a stable daddy and you need to be able to just be there to listen to them and let them communicate because that's what they need. They need the daddy that they could talk to and not be afraid to talk to. And you're going to do just fine. Don't be nervous. Just be the guy that they've always known. The guy that they love. Daddy.